Dan and Amy, and can we just, uh, before we get into the particulars of uh, new NAFTA or what's Uf, Ufta, Usta, Ustma? Ustma? United States U- Mexican Trade Agreement. It's elegant. It's really Ustma. elegant. Yeah. Um, or uh, Trade Force, as Steve N88 calls it. Um, this uh, dissertation from Don Boudreaux over at Cafe Hayek is really good, just in terms of making the philosophical case for free trade just so we kind of set a foundation from which we should be building policy. Uh, Do you believe women should be unconditionally free to trade with men? Do you? Yes. Right. It's a simple. Or or do you instead suppose that because some women's trade with men works and some such trade doesn't work, you're silly and ideologically intoxicated if you insist that women nevertheless should be unconditionally free to trade with men? He's bringing the debate down to the micro level. The individual level because this is what some trade works and some trade doesn't and he's essentially assailing that position boudreaux writes i believe americans should be unconditionally free to trade with non-americans for the same reason that you believe that women should be unconditionally free to trade with men that brown-eyed people should be unconditionally free to trade with blue-eyed people that catholics should be unconditionally free to trade with lutherans and that people who live west of the mississippi mississippi should be unconditionally free to trade with people who live east of the mississippi because a person's political citizenship is as economically irrelevant as is a person's sex, eye color, and religion. It is no more than an extreme corner solution to endorse unconditional free trade among people with different passports than it is to endorse unconditional free trade among people with different chromosomes. Free trade. Uh, so, you know, thinking about that uh, and through the eye of the consumer as we're instructed by Bastiat and others properly, uh, is this free trade, new NAFTA. NAFTA wasn't really free trade because it doesn't take 1,200 pages to write what Don Boudreau wrote and to take that position as a country policy position. Uh, And so new NAFTA, at least the piece of it that's been negotiated with Mexico, 75% of a car has to be made in either the U.S. or Mexico to avoid tariffs. That's opposed to the previous 62.5%. Some 40 to 45 percent of that content has to be made by workers at least, at least um, earning at least 16 bucks an hour, which, of course, uh, would shift some production back to the U.S., but it would also raise the price of cars for U.S. consumers, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. And I don't want that. So is this uh, markedly different than the deal that President Trump said was a scam that he inherited? That was a terrible deal. Is this just a gradation of the same? For more on this topic, we're pleased to be joined by our friend Steve Moore, Wall Street Journal columnist, chief economist for CNN. Steve, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So Canada's come to town to uh, discuss what uh, the U.S. and Mexico have agreed to in principle. But uh, what about my uh, overarching question? What U.S. and and Mexico agreed to in principle, is this markedly different than NAFTA? How is this so much a better deal than the previous regime under which we were operating? I'm going to give that a big no comment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. Just... <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's uh, that's an answer. Yeah. No, but, you know, really, uh, I mean, it is kind of interesting. I, I watched the president's um, press conference when this was announced. And, by the way, uh, for those who watched it, it was kind of interesting because uh, 
the uh, Mexican president was, uh, you know, by uh, tele, you know, was on uh, the telescreen. And I mean, Trump was acting like, you know, if he had been there in, in person, I think Trump would have slapped him with a big wet kiss. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, um, look, this is not substantially different from NAFTA. That's the answer to the question. And, you know, so we have replaced the worst trade deal in the history of civilization with something that looks a lot, a lot like what we had before, but dare not call it NAFTA. Trump has, has declared that we're not going to call this NAFTA anymore. We're going to call it the U.S.-Mexico bilateral trade deal, which is much, much better than what we had before, although yeah. it's not that much different from yeah, what we had so before. Much. But look, the, you know, the, you're bearing the lead here, guys. I mean, this is good news that we've got this trade deal with uh, with. Mexico, because number one, it it means we're gonna we need to have trade with Mexico for all the reasons you just said, and also it helps stabilize the Mexican economy. We don't want Mexico to go the way of Venezuela for sure. Uh, if you think we got a, a border problem now, wait till they go you yeah, know, to the left. But true. I don't think they're going to. But also, this tightens the other thing that's really interesting about this. If you had asked me six months ago, Nanny, me, you know, are we going to get a trade deal with Mexico before we get one with China? I mean, with Canada? I would have said, you know, no way. And yet that's where we are. And this tightens the screws on Canada. I think Canada is now going to have to come hat in hand and make a deal with Trump because they don't want to be that odd man out here. Well, what do the Canadians want from us? Well, the Canadians, uh, you know, I've talked to Bob Bob Lighthizer, who is the uh, U.S. trade rep. And and look, they have um, elected a pretty left-wing government with Trudeau and their uh, U.S. trade, their Canadian trade rep is this woman, Christine Freeland. I used to debate her all the time on CNBC. She's a she's a pretty dedicated left winger. So they keep bringing up issues like they don't think that our we our state should have uh, right to work laws because those violate the uh, NAFTA agreement. And she wants to talk about transgender bathrooms and she wants to talk about uh, climate change and things that are completely irrelevant to you like know, free trade between two countries. And that's been made been a problem. The other problem, Amy, is that. Let's face it. Uh, you know, let's face it. Trudeau and Trump are not exactly bosom buddies, <laughs> and that makes it real. I mean, there's a personality conflict between the two, um, and that that's complicated things. But the other thing Trump brought up in the in the uh, in the uh, press conference that he had a couple of days ago, he said, you know, Canada has these high tariffs on American agriculture, and in many cases, he's right. So we got to bring those down. Yeah, or, we're, or you're going to get hit with a 25% tariff on your cars, is what he essentially <laughs> intimated. So how is yeah, that? Yeah, look, I don't like that. Let me go be very clear. Yeah. I just wrote a study on this. I think auto tariffs are a really bad idea. Uh, for one thing, they don't even really protect American jobs because so many of the cars that we, you know, that we build in the United States are built with um, foreign, um, mm-hmm. you know, auto parts and so on. And, and so this would make the, the manufacturing cars in the United States more expensive and make them less competitive. We could actually end up losing more jobs, Dan, with these uh, auto tariffs than, than we would gain. So is this deal uh, making uh, your buddy Larry Kudlow pull out what remaining hair he has? Look, Larry is uh, Larry's at the center of a lot of this, although he's not. I mean, I think Lighthizer is the most important one because he actually understands this trade law. And you're right. You know, when you mentioned how, how many pages was NAFTA, something like 1,200 pages. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be a you've got to be, you know, a lawyer with 14 degrees to understand this stuff. I mean, it's and, you you know, these trade laws are extremely complicated. And you're right. Why does that you know, if we're going to have free trade, why does that require you know 1000 pages of rules and regulations and legalese that nobody can understand? So um, but look, Larry, Larry has been a very healthy influence. Our goal is to get Trump to zero tariff. 
um, with some of these countries. And I think we're actually – look, at the end of the day, yeah. I think we're actually going to have freer trade than we did before. It's just Trump is forcing these other countries to uh, to lower their tariffs against us, and I'm, I'm all for that. Well, how will this agreement with Mexico benefit farmers? Because President Trump was saying, I, you know, I told him I'd help him out. How is this helping them out? Well, they've agreed in principle in a handshake that the Mexicans are going to buy more U.S. you know soybeans and wheat and cotton and corn and right. things of that nature. Now, whether they you know follow through with that promise, we will see. But they've also promised to lower a bit their tariffs. Look, okay. even with NAFTA, they didn't. You know, there were still tariffs, and so um, this lowers those tariffs a bit, and we'll see what kind of a difference that makes. I want to get your reaction to this because I know this is a uh, particular topic of interest to you. It is. It is to me, and it doesn't get the attention it deserves. Which which is why I'm appreciative that the Wall Street Journal opined on it. Can you explain to uh, me and Amy and our audience why it is that uh, Democrats don't want minorities to start their own businesses? And, of course, I'm referring to Democrat governor of New Jersey, Phil Murphy, who vetoed legislation that would have removed licensing rules for hair braiders in New Jersey, licensing rules that require hair braiders to complete 1,200 hours of training that can cost up to $17,000 to become a braider. Uh, Dan, come on, Dan. You don't want amateurs doing hair braiding here. Come on. But, you know, what are you talking about? Right. At you least need $1,200. No, no question. Um, now, now by, look, by comparison, is... by comparison, just by comparison, it, it, the minimum requirement to take the check ride to be a licensed uh, pilot, licensed private pilot, 40 hours, 1,200 hours to be a hair braider. Yeah. You know, my, my uh, hero, of course, as you know, uh, Dan and Amy, was Mil- the great Milton Friedman from Chicago. And Milton Friedman, in his great book, if, you, if people want a good last-minute summer read, read his great book that was written in the 1950s called Capitalism and Freedom. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, here's an extreme position. Uh, Milton Friedman didn't even think you needed a medical degree to practice medicine. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if, if you don't need a medical degree to, to, to practice medicine, do you really need a, a, a degree to do basket weaving or hair, uh, uh, you know, the, the hair styling and all of these other things? This has become a big issue in a lot of states and a lot of cities. And the Wall Street Journal had it right. The people who are victimized by these occupational licensing requirements are minorities who are more and more likely to go into these positions. Positions and what is the purpose of those licensing agreements? It's not to protect the consumers. You know that, Amy. You know that. The reason that they have these licensing uh, requirements is to keep people out of the industry to reduce competition and increase the cost. And you know, now we have this. By the way, is there any movement in Chicago? Because there's a big movement in New York and in Washington D.C. to restrict uh, Uber and Lyft drivers. Yeah. Um, and because the and that's because the taxi cab industry and the public transit agencies don't want people using Lyft and Uber. They want them, you know, using the licensing. Uh, and so this is a, this is anti-freedom. It's anti-growth. And let's make a crusade to get rid of these crazy licensing agreements. He is Steve Moore, Wall Street Journal columnist, chief economist for CNN. Steve, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. You too. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro 